Hi, and welcome to Five Compelling Questions with Sean. This is the podcast where we speak with writers about writing, um, and we have a really fun time doing it. And I'm honored today to have my guest, Colleen Oakley. How are you, Colleen? Good. Thank you, Sean. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here, and we're bright, sunshiny, first thing in the morning, perfect today. So that's, I'm just so excited that you're here. Um, I'm going to give you a brief intro. Colleen Oakley is the USA Today bestselling author of The Invisible Husband of Frick Island. You were there too, close enough to touch and before I go. Her books have been translated into more than 20 languages around the world and won multiple awards, including Georgia Author of the Year and the French Reader's Prize. A former magazine editor for Women's Health and Fitness and Mary Claire, Colleen lives in Atlanta with her husband, four children, three chickens, and a mutt named Baxter. So I really should ask you how you get anything done with all that you know, the chaos. It sounds like it, it sounds like a lovely, lovely chaos. Yes. Um, and the book we're going to talk about today is, first of all, I love your book titles. I think they're, I just love the titles of all your books. But the one we're going to talk about today is called The Mostly True Story of Tanner and Louise. So welcome to the show. Thank um, you. Tell us about The Mostly True Story of Tanner and Louise. What's it about? Yeah, so the quick elevator pitch, it's about an 84-year-old woman named Louise who has a hip injury and her kids insist that she needs live-in help, which comes in the form of 21-year-old college dropout Tanner, who would rather be doing anything than taking care of an 84-year-old woman. Um, the two are happy to ignore each other until Louise comes bursting into Tanner's room at 1 a.m. one night holding a bag full of cash and insisting they leave town immediately. Uh, which propels them on a road trip for the ages where they're trying to outrun the mistakes of their past and the police. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's it. And it's it's fun and it's hilarious. But there's also, I mean, it's it's um sort of a joyful read, you know, and I really it's it's fun, but it's there's also some more weighty, you know, you you touch on a lot of weighty issues and especially to do with um women and feminism and that kind of thing. So it's, you know, while it's I I would call it a you know beachy sort of cocktail in my hand read I was there's also other uh, weightier stuff but it's it's really 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 good um so question number one officially who or what inspired the two main characters Tanner, Tanner and Louise so the first inspiration is my grandmother for the character of Louise she was one of my very favorite people on earth uh sadly she passed a few years ago at the age of 92 um, but Louise very heavily uh, is inspired by my grandmother down to the two fingers of vodka every day that she drinks at, at 4 p.m. Uh, crossword puzzle doer, Tony Bennett lover, very pragmatic, very um, dry, sharp sense of humor uh, that we all loved my grandmother for. And then Tanner, um, of course, Louise needed a sidekick in Tanner. And, you know, Tanner, I would say mostly she's mostly fictional but definitely a little bit of myself in there trying to remember what it was like uh many many years ago as a 21 year old you know trying to figure out my place in the world as as we all do at some point in our lives mm -hmm. yeah yeah absolutely I love the dynamic between them it's so fun and um you know it, it reminded me a little bit of hacks the show hacks um yes. it's on HBO and I just I love that whole that that interplay of the intergenerational stuff um so along with that, that well, they're, they're two women that came of age at different eras in mm -hmm. our history. 
um, and they had different experiences as women in our culture. We, you know, we're women. We know what that's like. Yeah. What was it like as a writer? What was it like imagining and exploring um, the different backgrounds that, you know, the different experiences they may have had in that terms, like coming to coming of age in those different eras? Did you do a lot of research as far as that? I did. I did a lot of research into second wave feminism between the 60s and 80s, which is when Louise really would have come of age in kind of her 20s and 30s. Um, found out a lot of surprising things, uh, you know, like it wasn't until 1974 that women could open a credit card without their husband's consent, um, which was just crazy. Uh, it wasn't until 1973 that the first um, they called them battered women's shelters back then, but the first battered women's shelter was opened, I think in Minnesota, if I'm getting that correct. Um, so just lots of shocking things that, you know, were not that long ago. Um, you know, things that my grandmother grew up witnessing, things that my mom lived through, um, and just shortly before I was born. And so, um, you know, that certainly informed who Louise is and and things that she went through in her life. And then exploring through Tanner, you know, just how far we've come since then, or have we, uh, you know, like how, how far have we come? How far do we have to go as women in this, in this country? But then of course, exploring it in a very lighthearted, funny way so that it's not super depressing <laughs> as you're contemplating these women's issues. Yeah. But I think that's very skillful. And I think, um, I love when people do that, like, authors like you it's like you know it's you're it's you're learning something but you're not being taught something you know what I mean it's it's right. you're, you're presenting it in a, in a fun refreshing sort of way and it, I think that will impact even more people you know because they're going to come to it through fun through entertainment yeah. you know I hope um, so yeah. I hope so yeah. yeah yeah my mom was a is a Woodstock hippie person so I'm like a I'm Gen X and then she I was loved one of my favorite stories about my great-grandmother who didn't pass away until I was in high school so I knew her really well she took my mom as a little girl to go buy a washing machine. She was divorced. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that was very, ooh, back then. That's right. So she got, she went to like Sears or something. To, she needed a dishwasher or whatever she needed. And the salesman said, well, you need to get, you know, your husband needs to be here with you to um to get signed for this or whatever. And she said, oh, my husband's dead. And my mom was a little girl. She goes, grandpa's dead. <laughs> my mom's like, shh. <laughs> Yes, he's dead. He's yes, dead. so sorry. Like, remember, remember when he died and all that stuff. Yeah, so it was like that's what it was like. I mean, then that was like a really long time, you know. So that's a yes. great story, though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, he's dead to us, so therefore, right. I give me the washing machine. Right. So, and why are you asking me this? I mean, and it's so as current day women, it's sort of like what is what is the nerve of that person? You know, it's just it's so we've come so far, and yet we have so much further to go, as you've yes. very eloquently written about in your book um and other in other places so going back to a little bit of more lighthearted um question your titles are so fun I mean you just I just start smiling when I your title most the mostly true story that just made me smile so how did that come to be can you give us a little bit of the inspiration behind that for sure yeah so um first of all titles are one of my favorite things to come up with and I think that it harkens back to my magazine days um, obviously I wrote hundreds, if not thousands of headlines, um, you know, had to be short and quippy and to the point. And so I love coming up with titles. Um, and for me, when I write a book, I'm, it's not really a real book until I have come up with the title. So that generally happens very early in my writing process. Um, this one, as soon as I came up with this idea and I knew that the movie Thelma and Louise was going to be a huge inspiration for it. 
Um, I loved the name Tanner for a girl, obviously playing on the, the gender expectations there. And, um, and I knew that there were going to be some questions about Louise's background and what was true and what wasn't. And it just came to me. And I, you know, it's been the title since I came up with it, even, even to the point where I talked to my publicity team, you know, I woke up at like 3am one night about a year ago and I said, gosh, that's a mouthful. Is this really a good title? And I emailed the whole team and they were like, yes, yes, we love it. Let's keep it. <laughs> so I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's long, but it's good. I mean, it's, it's, it, and it makes, like I said, it makes me laugh. I mean, I didn't, you know, it's, it's really great. It's so funny that you have such, you know, we always doubt ourselves, but, um, <laughs> even when we, even when we are geniuses, we still doubt ourselves. <laughs> you come up with a genius idea. It's like, this is a genius idea. Um, well, it's great. And it's, it suits it. And it's, it's so interesting that you come up with the title first. I, you know, you never, everyone does it differently. That's, I just always am fascinated by process and how people think. Yeah, very good. Well, it, it all works. It all works. You're doing everything right. You're good. <laughs> Thank um, and I playing on the name, the name, I hadn't thought about the Tanner with the name because I, that's been my whole experience growing up. I mean, every, my mom did that on purpose because she wanted um, she wanted me to put in a resume somewhere and not have them automatically say, I'm not going to call this person because it's a woman. So she wanted me to have like a gender neutral name, that's so funny. man's that's name. That's the reason in the book for Tanner. That's why her yeah. mother named her Tanner. Yeah. 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 So when I, when I first, for me, when I first saw the title, I'm like, oh, because that's just a name that people have, you know? Because for me, it's like normal. Yes. Yeah, that's what people do. That's what that's what everyone should do. You know, it's like who knows what you are, but it's it's nice. It's it, you know, it did give me a little bit of an edge here and there. I did, I could tell. So yeah. yeah. Um, how did you go back to the official questions? Um, you're doing great, by the way. <laughs> how did you handle writing from the different perspectives as far as your process? Did you was it difficult getting in and out of the heads of your characters? Like, how did you manage all that? Did you do one all at the same time, or did you do it, you know, more literally, or how did that work for you? Yeah, I I go in order, and that's been true for all of my books. And this one, um, it really was not that difficult going from one to the other because Louise was so inspired by my grandmother. And I started writing it um, shortly after she passed. It was almost a joy to, you know, I got to feel like I was kind of spending time with her in some weird mm -hmm. way and kind of resurrecting her for a little bit um, during my grieving process, which was, which was really fun. Um, so it was great, great fun to write her and very easy to slip into, into that character. And then for Tanner, like I said, because I was kind of mining my own, you know, coming of age, um, I didn't play soccer or anything like that, but um, you know, it it was easy to kind of slip into that 21-year-old voice, uh, much easier than, you know, like a previous book when I'm writing like from a male point of view and switching between male and female or something like that, I find a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, last official question. What do you hope readers will take away from this from this book, we've kind of touched on a few of the, of the themes. What do you yeah. What do you want everyone? And I have to in interject. Isn't it nice that you have like your grandmother? I mean, she's going to live on for you guys forever anyway. But now she's going to live on for many people. Like she's on every bookshelf in this, and she'll be on every bookshelf in the country right now. So that has well, to be very gratifying. So what do you What do you want everyone else to take away from from your book? Yeah. So for this one, I definitely first of all just want it to be great fun. I want it to be uh, an escape and an adventure. You know, from some of the terrible things that are going on in our world. So, so first and foremost, I want it to be fun. Um, and then secondly, I just kind of hope that it makes people look at maybe the older people in their lives in a different way, whether it's a neighbor or a great aunt or a grandmother, um, and just 
you know, remember that, that these people that we tend to discard in our society, you know, we don't revere aging people in American society uh, too greatly. And I just want people to remember that these people have such wonderful lived experience, extraordinary lives, are presently living extraordinary lives. And um, if it just makes you you know, stop and talk to somebody more in depth, um, then I think that's a great takeaway too. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. And I love that. And you're right. We do need to, you know, honor and respect the, those that came before us. Yeah. And uh, that's a great way to, to put it. And it, it, it is overall the fun is the, is the main thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was di digging a little deep for, for uh, the more serious themes, but it, it is, it's a romp. It's very fun. It's, it's a wonderful book. I loved it. Um, all right. So there's a final quiz at the end. Uh oh. <laughs> five five more questions. Yeah. This is a, this is a, it's a pop quiz. Ready? All right. Number one, summer or winter? Summer. Yeah. You seem very summery, like bright, you know, like you're. Yeah. Well, in Atlanta, our winters are just dreary. Like if we got snow, I might be more excited about winter because I love snow, but man, it's just dreary and, and cold without the snow. And so I'm definitely a summer person. <laughs> All right. So you're very, you got that one. You're good. All right. Number two, sweet or savory? Savory, French fries, potato chips, hamburgers <laughs> all day long. <laughs> good, 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 good. All right. Number three, this is the stumper usually comedy or drama. Oh, that is a stumper. Um, comedy. I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. Um, definitely comedy. Yeah. We have not stopped smiling this entire interview. So I think you're <laughs> definitely on the, that edge of the spectrum for happiness. Um, early bird or night owl? Early bird, which the reason I hesitated is because it was night owl, owl for so much of my life until I had kids. And now I am 5 a.m. wake up and by 8 p.m. I'm done. I mean, people make fun of me and call me a grandma, but <laughs> I'm done at eight. <laughs> Well, you got to be, you know, if yeah. you don't want to be an, an insane person. And I was the same way. I lived in New York City and I, you know, I'm like, I've, oh, four o'clock in the morning. Okay. We're still here. That sounds good. And then yeah. it's like, you have a kid. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I get up at four to, you know, feed people. Yeah. Um, number five, coffee or tea? Coffee. Oh. And lots, lots. of it. <laughs> good. All right. You passed. You did great. You did awesome. <laughs> All right. So, um, where, what's going on now? Are you on tour? Where do you, what's going, where can we find you? What's, what's happening? Yeah. Tour kicks off, uh, Saturday is my first big event. So if you come find me on Facebook under, um, just at Colleen Oakley and then on Instagram at writer Colleen Oakley, you will see all of my event tour stops and I'd love to see you there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, everyone needs to rush out and find where they could, wherever you're going to be close to them, get yeah. the book, get it signed, have a great time. Um, are you working on another, are you working on your next book already? I am. I am. I'm about 60,000 words in, so I'm not quite ready to talk about it, but I will tell you the title since you love titles and oh, I love I this title. It's called Jane and Dan at the end of the world. Oh, all right. Well then now we know good. Now I can't wait. So now it's, you're so good at that. You should like just start a business where you just think of titles because that's a hard thing for people to yes. think of titles. You're just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna think of this brilliant thing right now. It's fine. You should just like you need to monetize that and like help everyone else out because you're good. You're good at that. Well, it was lovely to meet you. It was a joy to have you here. Thank you so much. you you did great on your questions. Thank you. I'm so glad I passed. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Take care, Sean. Bye.